It is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we've got details on Chase Elliott heading to the Chili Bowl. The USCS has announced their 2021 schedule. We've got some more data to talk about around the heat race inversion subject and more. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. If you're a regular listener to the Dirt Tracker podcast, you've been hearing me talk about Blood for a few weeks now. While Blood might be a newer brand name, the guys and technology behind it are not. The folks behind Blood have decades of experience making high quality lubricants and their technology and products have been proven across many industries and applications. You can take advantage of their knowledge and experience to keep your race car performing at its best with their line of high quality synthetic racing oils. And don't just take my word for it. Listen to guys like Corey Eliason, Danny Dietrich, and Craig Kinzer. These are serious professional racers with a ton of big wins on some of the biggest stages in racing. They all trust blood products in their race cars. To see the full line of blood lubricants and accessories, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D lubricants.com. If you'd like to receive 25% off most products, use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. The field for the 2021 Chili Bowl continues to take shape, and yesterday we got news of a surprise entrant. Fresh off his NASCAR Cup Series championship, Chase Elliott announced he will jump into a midget and join the field in Tulsa for the first time. He will drive the number nine fielded by Dia Edge Racing. According to The Athletic, Chase Briscoe aided in the deal for Elliott to get in the car with the sponsor. As he has no previous midget experience, Elliott will get some seat time in advance of Tulsa, taking part in the Carolina Midget Showdown at Millbridge Speedway in North Carolina on December 12th and 13th. Obviously, expectations will be low for Elliott with no prior midget experience and it being his first trip to Tulsa, but it will be fun to see what he's able to do, and it will be a solid draw for all of those folks that are going to be at the Chili Bowl and watching online. The Chili Bowl takes place January 11th through the 16th. Attendance to the event is being limited due to covid but fans can watch live on Flow Racing. We'll certainly be talking about Chili Bowl a lot more in the coming weeks. The USCS announced their 2021 schedule yesterday with the 360 Sprint Car Series running 60 events from February through November. The season will open February 5th and 6th at Hendry County Motorsports Park in Florida and close out November 12th and 13th at Southern Raceway, also in Florida. Through the year, the series will traverse the Southeast racing in states like North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, and many, many more. Terry Gray was the 2020 series champion over Connor Leffler, while Mark Smith was dominant in limited starts, winning 14 times in 27 attempts. To see the full schedule, head over to the Sprint Car and Midget portion of Speedsport.com. They got the full release there along with the full schedule. In other news, in line with many other series in 2020, both USRA and USMTS announced this week that there will be no season-ending banquets. Both entities do plan on creating a virtual experience to honor competitors and stakeholders who took part this year. Certainly not fun to miss out on these opportunities to honor series champions and the like, but in the current climate, you certainly can't blame anyone for trying to follow local rules and keep people safe. Stay tuned to both the USMTS and USRA websites and social media for more details on the virtual celebrations. Jumping back to the format and heat race inversion numbers from yesterday, the discussion on Twitter first started by Kevin Thomas Jr. continued well into the day and evening yesterday with more folks weighing in, including sprint car driver Lee Jacobs and World of Outlaws race director Mike Hess. As some other points were brought up, I wanted to share a few more numbers I found while going through the race results. Lernerville sprint car driver AJ Flick was curious about the differences in feature winners based on an inversion and no inversion. So again, for comparison, I took a look at the Outlaws 
Pascals and the All-Stars. It's probably the closest and most even comparison we have, even though there are still some issues between the two series. But again, Outlaws, no heat race inversion, All-Stars, four-car heat race inversion. With heat inversions, you would expect winners to need to come from further back with the All-Stars. Uh, looking at the percentages, though, that's not entirely the case. The Outlaws had 61% of winners come from the front row in 2020, while the All-Stars had 48%, so certainly more for the, uh, the Outlaws than the All-Stars. But if you add in the second row, but the series are almost dead even. The Outlaws had 85% of winners from the first two rows, while the All-Stars had 83% from the first two rows. So while there is a slight edge to the front row for the Outlaws, the first two rows are nearly identical between the two series. It would appear as though that the heat race inversion doesn't really affect uh, the feature winners all that much. Um, also, I was curious about passing in heat races after a question from Steve, who is at Flagboy55 on Twitter. Without real data from multiple loops, um, which isn't available in dirt racing like it is in NASCAR. There's no way to actually count passes during the laps. Um, it, dirt tracks have literally one scoring loop at the start finish line and the NASCAR tracks have multiple loops around the racetrack. So they're getting data from like literally multiple points throughout a lap. Whereas with a dirt race, you only get it one time per lap. So we just don't have that information available to us in dirt racing. But what we do have is that heat race plus minus and total position changes um, during those races. So if you take a look at um, you know, any of the race results on dirttracker.com slash analytics for the feature, I have total position changes was basically just the addition of all of the heat, uh, the feature plus minus. So we can do the same thing for the heat races. Um, so that's probably the closest thing we have to be able to see how many passes happen during these races. So again, comparing the Outlaws and All-Stars in 360 69 heat races back through 2019 for the All-Stars. We had a total of 1,879 position changes from the start of heats to the finish. That was 5.1 changes per heat race on average. For the Outlaws, we had 3,777 position changes from 768 heat races. That's an average of 4.9 position uh, changes per heat race. So in terms of how many positions are changing hands during heats, there's nearly no difference between the two series, 4.9 versus 5.1. So with more data points involved, the idea of different racing from straight-up heats versus four-car uh, four invert heats continues to probably not necessarily be true. Features don't seem to be greatly affected, and the heat race position changes are nearly identical. Uh, if you have thoughts one way or the other, you know, feel free to chime in on Twitter. You know, If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, feel free to jump into the comments. Let me know what you think about uh, not only these stats, but your feelings on formats across dirt racing in general. I'd love to see uh, what you guys think and where you guys stand on that. So, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, jumping over to some other stuff, there are plenty of other Dirt Racing podcast episodes to check out this week if you're trying to escape from your family during this Thanksgiving week. Open Red has Carson Short. Loud Pedal has Tanner Thorson. The Dirt Nerds talk to Brad Sweet. The Dirt from Knoxville is talking the NASCAR truck news with Kendra Jacobs. Forward Bite has late model driver Ross Bales. And Sean Rahal joined the Midwest Autosports podcast. And then World of Outlaws rookie Wayne Johnson is on Passing Points. To see all the different Dirt Racing podcasts along with links to their latest five episodes, visit dirttracker.com slash podcasts. The streaming schedule is quiet today with only USAC 24-7 playing over on Flow Racing. If to see the full daily schedule, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Again, that schedule gets much busier as we get closer to the weekend. On Thursday, check out the Turkey Night Marathon over at Flow Racing as well. They're showing 16 classic Turkey Night broadcasts all the way back to 1985. The marathon starts at 2 p.m. Eastern and runs through the final show, which starts just after 10.30 p.m. So plenty of Turkey Night to watch on Thursday. For more information on the Turkey 
Turkey Night Marathon, visit flowracing.com or usacracing.com. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Wednesday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. Follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.